0: Log Talk Radio.
1: And sisters, that's what he did. He put it all together so we can overcome. And I'm thankful to this Most High, Yah Israel, Yahweh, Yahuwah, or HaYa, all the various names the Father's known by. I'm so grateful that He was able to put it all together, just like the song say that so we can overcome. So brothers, this is uh, tonight. Uh, we want to thank you for your time for joining us right here on Live Talk Radio. just is the 5-Sweet Network. i got the Beth account on the network. I've been saying a lot lately. I don't know I'm going to say that, but uh, these 5-9 people confuse as to who I am on this network, so I have to say that. Please bear with me. I don't know ego thing. but I did uh, build this network back in 2011, and we are still going strong, and I'm thankful for it. I do thank the Father for hundreds of followers uh, that we wish was thousands, That we're grateful. And uh, almost 500 shows now. Well, where we are, as we like to say, putting truth out there, sharing things that we know for sure. As we talk about myself and the co-hosts that we've had over the years. And speaking of co-hosts, tonight we're going to have the one and only Pastor Al C. Chris Back of Alathea Temple. I'm really grateful great uh, that he's back joining us uh, because I really, really appreciate his gift, and we miss him. Uh, and I, they've been asking about him on Monday nights, and so he's going to be um, maybe joining us tomorrow night as well. We'll see. But tonight we definitely have him in the house. If We're supposed to be calling also uh, the, uh, our new caller, uh, which is the one and only, uh, brother Kenwin Cassidy is going to be in the house tonight also. So looking forward to tonight's show, folks. And by the way, tonight's show, <laughs> by the way, is talking about uh, several things, but we're going to start out talking about uh, this, I uh, think about a two-year old case, something like that, uh, or this white supremacist Joshua Burgess, uh, did the unthinkable and going in and raping and killing his daughter, black daughter. White supremacist Joshua Burgess kills his own black daughter in New York City. I mean, excuse me, North Carolina. I'm going to just read the show, just pitching folks, because somebody just called their phone line and you don't know what we're talking about tonight. So we're talking about white supremacy, talking about white supremacy and, uh, the, um, the, the mechanic it, how it works. And, uh, more importantly, what the Father has to say about it, what the Father said in his word about it. Because if we're not liberating people on this blog tonight, we are wasting our time and people's precious time, and we're part of the problem. So you bet tonight we're going to be talking about some solutions, all right? So, brothers, this, this, this is what the show description says. I think this is after some of you. It says, Sunday night, just now, why is the famous Joshua Burgess and killed his own black daughter in North Carolina? Uh, talk about the sentencing of uh, of uh, him getting life, because like I said, this happened some time back, but recently he was sentenced. Also, excerpts from the upcoming book by Seth Turner, myself, The Myth of white supremacy, our world's covert ruling religion, one more time, the myth of white supremacy, our world's covert ruling religion,
2: isn't that the truth?
1: I want to say, folks, racism behaviors, including murders, are screaming for attention and correction, while irresponsible humans turn the deaf ear or deal on the surface. Human family, let's examine what's really happening in America on the 5 On phone network tonight. I went on to say this show will be nothing like you think. We will examine the evil, this evil, from angles that will make all of us think awkwardly. And I ended this with saying the truth is often stranger than fiction. Folks, that's what I think the many of you noticed. i show description for tonight. Again, I thank you for your time. Uh, folks, we're not playing tonight. It's, it's not just a, a time to come together just to complain, dog out the white man, beat up on white folks. You know, these are intelligent people that are mass murdering non- white people. These are intelligent people. I do not think they just Irrational, they can explain down to the minute to every word in their head as to why they're doing what they're doing, and there's millions that agree with them. Don't be fooled. A lot of people that that demonizing or are, are, are not demonizing, but it is demonic. But a lot of uh, 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 people of all ethnic persuasions that are condemning these killers, these mass murderers, really secretly inside agree with them. Now, especially I think a lot of our white brothers, and sisters, because a lot of them have been brainwashing and thinking that they are a group based on color. And some of us believe that a lot to us, meaning non-white people, if I can categorize us that tonight. But a lot of so-called non-white people actually think that we are a race based on color, and folks, it just makes sense if you are literally a race based on color, or a team based on color, or a, um, um I mean, if this is your people and it's being annihilated or wiped out uh, uh, due to uh, 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 integration you are going to think similar to these murderers. You might not go out and shoot up the place, but you're not going to be happy seeing all these non-white people flood what you think is your country, uh, a place that you think you built, and these people are coming and uh, polluting it and taking it over, and now you're going to be annihilated? Uh, A lot of you would... Definitely, secretly, do like those police officers with the uh, uh, the, gentleman up in the uh, uh that shot up the church and buy him a cheeseburger. <laughs> Don't be fooled; he wasn't buying the cheeseburger because was hungry. He was buying the cheeseburger, he was really applauding what that young man had done. If you, if you do like I do, brothers and sisters, and you do the research on these hate groups, uh, they applaud that young man and they applaud uh, this 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 murderer. We're going to be talking about tonight briefly because I'm not going to spend all this show talking about this case, y'all. I'm just going to be honest with you uh, because this is bigger than this, this than this murder that, that killed his daughter, and uh, Joshua Burgess. This is so much bigger. As a matter of fact, Burgess. Before I go to the phone line and bring my co-host, I just want to lay this out very quickly. What the show is, what I what I hope it to be. Uh, being the creator of the show. I I have my desire. I have. What I feel the calling is upon me as a creator of the show to to do for the father, but these co-hosts, they they are their own self, men and women, and they may feel inspired of the most how to do something different. So I can't make nobody do anything. I just have to say, hey, this is what we would like to do. But just know that. uh, So being the creator of the show, and just tell you briefly what the show is and what it's not. It's not about bashing black women bashing the, 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 uh, his spouse, the black woman who uh, had a daughter with this white dependence. she probably was looking for love. she's probably very intelligent herself. It's like these races are intelligent uh, intelligent meaning they're thinking it out what they're doing. They just they got the wrong thoughts uh, or the wrong conclusions, I should say. They're just coming to the wrong conclusion. they're listening to evil, uh, there's some ignorance involved, there's some deception is involved. Uh, where I think actually pure evil spirits are talking to these folks uh, because you talk about murdering masses of people, yeah, evil spirits got to be involved, especially like the shooting in Texas uh, where the young man went to the classroom, barricaded himself inside. That was pure murder. Wasn't even racially motivated. But tonight we're going to concentrate not so much on mass murders of all the um, mass shootings, but mainly uh, where it relates to white supremacy. because I'm writing the book, And I want to uh, continue to uh, bring out excerpts from that book tonight, which we do this every Sunday. Now, uh, if y'all don't know, those of you're just uh, tuning in all late. Uh, Tonight, again, we're dealing with white supremacist Joshua Burgess, who who killed uh, about two years ago his daughter and raped her. Raped and killed her. And... um, Uh, This is in North Carolina. He's been sentenced to life, to uh, death. He's got the death penalty. And uh, it's just not going to be enough to me just to kill him. Uh, 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 I just don't think that's the solution. Uh, I I don't think it's going to send a strong enough message, to be honest, because he's just one guy. white supremacy, that's not going to stop him. We have to challenge the white supremacy we have to dethrone the white supremacist. So again, back to the purpose of the show. The show is to shed light where there's darkness, shed light, where there is ignorance, not just to white people, but to so called African Americans and dark skinned people, because white supremacy is a philosophy. I keep saying it on this network and been saying it since about two thousand this uh, about 1991, excuse me. Many years I've been saying uh, out loud that it's a philosophy because I see too many black people full of this same germ, and they act out and they kill us and they kill our elders and they kill our young people. and They rape us. I'm talking about black on black. So it's a it's it's a not valuing black life. I like to say it like this before I bring on my co-host. It's like a coin. On one side of the coin it says white supremacy. Teachings of how white supremacy of course they're lies. And then on the other side of the coin, brothers and sisters, it says black inferiority. There is as many teachings that blacks are inferior as it is whites are superior. If there's 862 lies about how whites are superior, there is, hold on, um, there, there are even equally that amount of lies about blacks being inferior. Let me bring on Pastor Chris really quickly uh, because I don't hear myself right now. i got a backup phone on and I can't hear myself. So, Pastor Chris, I'm opening up your line, brother. Uh, can you hear me okay? I think I can, sir. Okay. I couldn't hear myself, y'all. So that's okay. We'll, I'm going to continue talking. But uh, brothers and sisters, like I was saying, uh, Pastor Chris, and um, excuse me for abruptly bringing you on so quickly, but I thought I the call dropped, but it, it didn't. But like I was saying, brothers and sisters, if there's let's just say 800 Samoa lies about white supremacy for every one of those lies that whites are superior, who are they superior to? Who's the subject? Who's the victim there? It's so-called non-white people. So if there's 800 lies about whites being superior, that means there are 800 lies about blacks being inferior. It's the same topic. It's one side defines the other. One side um, gives the other uh, other its pretence, so to speak. So, we always talk about white supremacy. You hardly ever hear the term black inferiority. You hardly, you, are, you, are, you hardly ever hear it. But I can show you some black people that never, ever say whites are superior. They never say the term white supremacy. They only live around whites. They don't know much about white, so-called white people culture. They aren't all blacks. But they are heavily indoctrinated in black inferiority beliefs. Well, brothers and sisters, where did they get that from? I say, brothers and sisters, where did they get that from? Well, they got it from the same liars that put out the lies about white supremacy. So, brothers and sisters, tonight what we're going to do is attempt to talk about this this overwhelming, uh, almost desperate cry by these racists uh to so their people to eradicate this problem of them becoming a minority. There's a fear. It's real. Brothers and sisters, it's real. Pastor Christian, do you believe that that it's real?
3: Yes, sir. I mean if you can just watch what they're doing and how they're trying to change voting laws, how they're, you know, just doing everything to suppress our vote. Um Yes, sir, it's definitely, but it's never it's it never stopped since sixteen nineteen
1: yes yes and and I believe it's stuff it has to do really with the entire fiber of this country. It's just we will talk about that too, this country and again brothers and sisters, please don't get too worked up over this today tonight because we have solutions. I don't think the father I don't think this problem is no match for the most highest power. Uh, what he has given us through the Holy Spirit and and, and all of the things that the Holy Spirit does when it rises up in us. This this lie, this philosophy, this power structure, this world religion is what it is. That's what my book is saying. It's just a flat-out religion, folks. It even has its own Savior, believe it or not. So um, tonight we are just attacking the lie, attacking the race based on color, attacking that. Our white brothers and sisters, because they are our human brothers and sisters, need not to be worried about being annihilated because they're not a group based upon color. It is a group based upon color by man. It is a social construct by man. But in terms of the most high... never authorize it. Never authorize it, brothers and sisters. We're going to hit that tonight. So again, tonight, again, the purpose of the show is to just to shed light where there's darkness, shed light where there's ignorance, shed light where there's deception, to help our brothers and sisters see that there is no reason to be out killing murdering anybody to preserve your own because it's not your own. You're actually killing your own brothers and sisters because we all come from that motherland, I believe. And I like what uh, sister, the one sister, I can't think of the name, the older white lady that's going around the country talking about uh, white privilege, but I like how she defined herself. She says, I am an African faded. I'm, just, I'm an African, but I'm faded. I'm just a faded African. I lost, my people lost pigmentation years and years ago. And she's absolutely right. Doctors say if you need a heart or a kidney or a lung, oftentimes if you're a black person, you need a heart or a kidney or a lung. The black person across the street, lung might not be a better fit than the white person across town. How is that? two black people look almost alike, and they're going to have, you know I'm talking about a white person across town, is because you don't know that white person descendants in Africa might be from East Africa and you're from East Africa. You're just from East East Africa. And that's why the genes are more related. The person across the street, the black person could be come from Africa of late and could be from North Africa or South Africa. Folks, We are as we are more alike than we think. Anyway, I I, I, again I can't thank you enough, everybody, for just simply uh, uh, joining us tonight for this very spirited. Going to be a spirited conversation tonight. I'm so thankful that you uh, that you join us. So that's what I want to do. Sister Eliana is going to be joining us. I want to do something a little different. Uh, I want to kind of break the ice a little bit with a little comedy. And then we're going to start the show. I think this is going to be a unique way to start the show. Y'all got to hear this. This is about. This is only about five or six minutes. But this is talking about white supremacy. And But in a way, actually, let's bring on the co-host first. All right, Brother uh, 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 Alcy, Chris, we got you on the line. Let, why don't you go ahead and just say hello to the people and let, and let them know. Uh, just give us about a minute intro on how to get a hold of you about it in about a minute then we'll go to brother uh, K- uh Castleberry, and then we'll play this clip y'all got to hear this white supremacist clip of comedy e- this is a very heavy heavy subject so i figured i'd throw in this right away to kind of lighten up the-, the atmosphere but not really okay uh so but elsie uh go ahead and let everybody know how to get a hold of you pastor chris
3: okay um i'm pastor elsie chris i'm the pastor of the lafayette temple church and Sunny Stop 6 over on uh, Village Creek. I've been knowing the Seth for, ooh, I'm I'm so old I don't even want to say it. But uh, I appreciate (laughs) uh, you you giving me a call and inviting me to be back on the show. I missed it. Really missed it. And I appreciate all you guys. And I'm glad to be back. And we miss you, brother. Believe that. that, they'll,
1: They'll be really glad to hear you on tomorrow. All right, and so let's go back to the phone lines and bring on another coach that's going to be commenting tonight. Uh, and that is going to be uh, Brother uh, Kenwin Castleberry, all the way in the state of Texas. Uh, brother Kenwin, go ahead and say hello to the people. How to get a hold of you, please.
3: Shalom, shalom. How are everybody doing? Uh, good to meet you well, there, shalom, uh, Pastor Chris. All right, all right. It's good to be back. Uh, uh, how are you doing there, Brother Sel? I'm doing okay. I'm doing great here, man. Good to hear your voice. All right, all right. I'm here, man, and uh, ready to get to it. <laughs>
1: well, all right. And let everybody know how to get a hold of you, cause we like to do this. You know, sometimes we forget, and folks be trying to get a hold of y'all and y'all gone. So how to get how to get a hold of you? Uh,
3: I'm, I'm a truck driver by trade, man, and uh, Facebook is the the main platform that I kind of have and uh, Kimlin Castleberry, you can just look me up, message me if you uh, have a question about anything. Uh, so Facebook will be the main route to go through.
1: Okay, brother. All right, everybody listen. Tonight, again, we're dealing with white supremacy. Very uh, horrible story uh, brother, uh, of uh, this gentleman, Joshua Burgess, uh, that killed his own black daughter. And this is serious, y'all. We want to talk about the mindset of a person that would uh, go out to be with a black girl. And I don't know that he had this in his heart all along. I saw some pictures of the guy. He looked like he really would love his daughter. And they talked about how he always talked about his daughter. I don't know what she told him. She might have said and just read him his rights about being uh, a social construct whites not we're not you're not white i'm not black i don't we don't know what triggered this guy but we're going to talk about that but more than anything tonight before i play this comedy clip talk about white supremacy again uh but more than anything i do not want a guy out to be some freak half of this country put a racist in office Knowing the racist things he was saying, we play too much with white supremacy slash black inferiority beliefs. We play too much with it. We trivialize it too much with our people and with white people. Instead of just attacking any time we hear anything less than black being brilliant and white being brilliant but no more better, no more less, just people. You know, we tolerate this foolishness, and then when something happens like this, we want to act like, oh, he's so odd and different. He's not. A lot of people like what this guy did. A lot of people are going to do it tomorrow. Some people are going to go out tonight and do something to black people. Some doctors going to do some things to black people that they don't have no business when nobody's looking. Yes, believe that. Some teachers are going to do some things to black people when nobody's looking for our kids. Believe that. They're acting out and you ready for this? There's a lot of black people that's gonna do stuff to black people because they don't value them either, some of them. As a rule, there's gonna be even some of our wives that's gonna do some things to us husbands. And a lot of us husbands gonna do some things to our wives that just flat out saying, I don't value you I know they say, Yo, that's not the same. It is the same. Our lives are just not valued like it should be. That's why we say black lives matter. Anyway, folks, we'll be right back. Check this out. This is by the one and only Christopher Titus. This comedy right here
4: is not to be played with, though. We'll be right back.
5: So I'd like to talk
4: about white supremacy. (laughs) Because science and fiction and fantasy is my favorite genre. (laughs) There's no difference in any of us, except for the fact that some of us are too stupid to realize there's no difference in any of us. What happened to us, man? When did this rise up again? I see these guys protesting. Do anyone just go up to these white supremacist protesters and just go, "Uh, guys, uh, I I got a question. Uh, Really? Do you really think you're the master race? Do you really think you're the supreme beings? Then I got another question. Um, Shouldn't you be able to handle a sunny day.
5: Because
4: I believe a supreme being would take power from the thing that keeps everything on the planet alive, instead of always having to wear a swim shirt. oh white supremacy is such an oxymoron. Heavy on the moron, by the way. Seriously, really? And the guys that claim it, really? Really? Are you the best examples of white supremacy, really? Are they, are they I, oh my God, are they what the best? In, in a case to prove white supremacy, we would call these guys in as witnesses for the prosecution. No, we're not going to ask you a question. Just talk. We'll get it. Listen, if you were supreme... Bubba E. Lee Wilkes Booth. <laughs> Maybe you could have studied quantum physics like Katherine Johnson did. Katherine Johnson was the woman that figured out the mass, yes, to get men to the moon and back. There was a thousand white dudes at NASA couldn't figure it out. This black lady walked in and went, I wrote this on a napkin. Is this going to work for everybody? Yes. If, if you were supreme grand wizard Tucker Carlson Hitler. (laughs) Maybe you could have finished college like Philip Emigali. Philip Emigali is a Nigerian dude invented the world's fastest supercomputer. 3.6 billion calculations per second. Yes, and because of this amazing black man, Bubba, you now get to watch porn on your cell phone during your lunch break at the roofing job. (laughs) If you were supreme, Sean Ted Nugent Cruz Hannity, Maybe you could walk the world with courage and calm and wouldn't be so scared out of your mind all the time you needed to carry an AR-15 into an Applebee's. I don't think a supreme being needs hollow point ammunition to protect his chili fries. If you were supreme, Andrew Kyle Rittenhouse, Jim Jordan Jackson, maybe instead of trying to overthrow the government, you could just come up with some plans and ideas that would make the people that voted for you the first time vote for you again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? The GOP's got a problem right now. All right, guys, we need more minorities to vote for us, but we hate minorities. Ideas? If you were supreme, David Duke, James Woods, Mel Gibson, (laughs) maybe you could be like James E. West. The black man invented this microphone. I'm currently ripping your ass on right now. (laughs) White supremacy? The people denying global warming can't go outside in (laughs) it. There's going to be angry bacon sizzling on the beach so the oceans finally rise above them. Oh, that feels so much better. (laughs) If you were supreme, you could dunk. (laughs) If you were supreme, Brian Kemp, Brett Favre, Kramer... (laughs) Maybe you could live in a world that didn't threaten your sad belief that you were better than someone of another color. Let's go through history. Every race of people has done it as good as Whitey. Latinos, Asians, black. Every single one has done it. I will say this. Whitey did steal their ideas most of the time and make the most profit of it. <laughs> and that's critical race theory. <laughs> all those people who did it better than whitey, science, manufacturing, technology, MUSIC! Uh, <laughs> they all did it while they were being oppressed by one of these hamburger-eaten, insurrection goatee, having diabetic strokes waiting to happen. So, to all you white supremacists, I'm going to issue you an invite right now. Uh, how about you put down the weapon, take off the tactical vest, it doesn't even cover the bottom four inches of your bubble, guys. <laughs> Get an education, study some science, and then come join the rest of us here on the planet Earth. The planet, by the way, that's only 10% Caucasian. That's got to make your butt pucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know it feels like 98% Caucasian down at Boot scooting Night down at the Hoe Down Holler. <laughs> only 98% because there's always two Guatemalan bus boys, goddammit. <laughs> But on the planet, us alabaster Aryans are barely pushing 10%. How's that feel, Bryce? (laughs) So to all you white supremacists, why don't you calm down? Stop thinking like this. Join the rest of us, and we can all rise up together. Or you better start impregnating every pasty skank you can and start popping out crackers like the Saltine Company. Personally, I'm going to judge people on who they are, on their integrity, their character, and how they leave a green light. Go!
1: Y'all know that was something else, wasn't it? Good night. My kind of talk there, folks. My kind of talk there. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, brothers and sisters, and that was the one and only Christopher Titus. Uh, It's called um, (laughs) White Supremacy. Uh, Just type in uh, Google White Supremacy Christopher Titus. It'll come up. I forget the official name, brothers and sisters, y'all. But anyway, I thought he nailed that. Uh, Pastor Christian Line is open and brother Kenwin Casper line is open again. Folks we're at white supremacy tonight. We're gonna start off talking about this gentleman who uh who took his daughter's life, first raped her brutally and killed her, slid her throat. And uh this was his daughter, y'all. I mean you got plenty he got plenty of photos of him with her seemingly a loving parent and uh of course you know, some of our people have done the same thing to to their daughter. Let's just go there. Let's again, folks. But before I talk about that, I just want to say, what did you think of what you just heard, Pastor Chris, uh, the comedy?
3: I thought it was pretty good and on point. Yes, yes, uh, Brother Kenwin, what do you think? uh well yeah yeah he, he made uh some key points there about white supremacy uh yeah it, it was all right man you know yeah he you and i
1: brother kenwin and i he, he just brother kenwin just he has his doubts and i don't blame him a lot of a lot of our brothers and <laughs> sisters do and uh but kenwin i'm gonna tell you this brother we got to believe if the Father is going to redeem us Guess what It ain't just going to be with us He have never done anything On this earth Based on color Most I have never Ever dealt with a people based on color I don't believe uh, Until he called these people in the north That was But that's just the people in the north You know he knew what he was doing with the white supremacy and allowing Satan. That's another story. But my point is, I'm talking about in history, he has never, ever just used the people based on skin color. So we can't look, we can't say because somebody's white, they can be a part of our solution. I mean, just look at slavery. No,
3: no, I I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I
1: know. I know, but it's a little. I know it's hard to trust. People think I'm just over heels with white people. It's not (laughs) true. I think that I look. I'm looking for the Father to redeem us, and I know how He works by studying the Scriptures. It wasn't just Israel that He used to set Israel free. He always would use their enemy to beat them down. And then when he gets tired of their enemy beating him down, he'll allow Israel to beat down the same enemy, and that same enemy turn around and help them. That's just what he do. So for us to think that that guy, the comedy we just heard, he and me, that these people are living. It's people, It's white people killing each other over this white supremacy. They don't want a part of it. And for us to be sitting around saying, oh, he don't mean, he just... We got we we we're not very good warriors. You gotta know who your enemy is and you gotta not be so in love with black people, so called black people. I hate saying it, you know. But you gotta not be so in love with Israelites that you can't recognize that the enemy can't rise up in them and take your life and your family's life. So a whole lot of black folks that will tell you that. They can't Stand, black people. There's black folks that can't stand black because they killed them. Killed, their uncle was killed. You know, they, they are scared of black men, terrorized. They want to live around white, all white people. They don't know what we're talking about because they think niggas is just, I'm tired of this. I'm want to get out of Atlanta. They're sick in the head too. So it's not an easy topic. So let's just start off, and I'll start with Pastor Chris. Uh, what did you first uh, think, feel, when you heard, uh, of this, and we won't spend a lot of time, brothers and sisters, talking about Joshua Burgess because, again, I think he's an extreme case. But I, I do think somebody must have said something along something to this man. Uh, I, I've, I've talked enough, Pastor Chris. Joshua Burgess, he got a life.
3: Excuse me, he got the, he got the death penalty. Go ahead. The brother was. I think crossed up in the mind, and somebody might have said something that just set him off. You know, because in the past, generally, you know, if if I'm old enough to remember, if they if they, if, if that came on the news, we just knew that wasn't a brother doing that because we wouldn't. And, and that's what I think of. You know, a lot of a lot of us are adapting Eurocentric ways. And we are starting to handle our problems like they do.
1: No, this was a white guy. Pastor Chris. Oh. Yes, sir. Joshua Burgess, I think you're getting the stories mixed up. Everybody, this is a white supremacist that married, not married, I don't think it was married, but he, he dated a black girl and they had a baby. Huh. There's uh-huh. pictures of him loving on this little daughter. He loved this black girl. talks about his daughter all the time. Um, and, um, again, this is Joshua Burgess and Zariah Burgess is his daughter. And her mom's name is Akeisha Pope. I guess she's been okay. married or maybe she never married him at all. I don't know. But, no, this was a white man that killed his black daughter first raped her brutally and after he did mm. that he slit her throat. So this is the you missed the <laughs> I'm kinda glad you got that wrong actually because it'll be more organic man, if you answer. <laughs> so right, right. I'm gonna let you chew on that and I'm gonna come back to you. Well okay, what did sure you think of Past Bubby Kenwin Casaberry?
3: Uh as a Hebrew Israelite man, we also believe in that spiritual realm. And uh, the the blessings and uh, curses uh, that that's floating in the spiritual realm, and the demons that's also in the spiritual realm. I think what we re- what we're uh, looking at here is a case of a demon uh, right in front of our face that manifested in this guy here, um, and it probably came in through that. Uh, understanding that he had a white supremacy. Apparently, to me, by looking at the situation that he was attempting to fight against it um, and having a child and loving on that child, but uh, that demon uh, got the better end, and we're just witnessing uh, how far a demon would go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's his only, that's his daughter, man. Uh, I have a daughter. I only think that white people view their daughters the same as I view my daughter. Uh, that is demonic, what we're looking at here. Um, well, and it's just well, no, I, no ifs, fans or buts about it. Go ahead. Go ahead, I bro. I do
1: think, I do think, I do think daughters, I mean, the uh, evil spirits, brothers and sisters, definitely has his hand in here. But here's what I call evil spirits. This is just me. I don't know if there's as much evil spirit as what you're probably saying, Brother Kenyon. Here's why. Evil spirits is almost when somebody say, I don't know why I did it. I don't know. Or you can have a bunch of logic and make sense and still be influenced by a spirit of murder just because you, 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 whites really, let's just say, okay in in a lot of whites' minds, they are race based up color. they don't know nothing about the c r t They just believe we're white people, and we guess what we believe it too. We really believe it too. so watch this if God really made white people and he meant for them to be white and he wanted them to stay white, then they're right. They should be taking us out. See what that guy did. It look like it's so demonic, but is it demonic? When a doctor, like the doctor in Chicago, that got busted tearing all these black people again, and they didn't, and they start and they started taking a, um, can never think of what people doing. What is the name of uh, Pastor Chris uh, that, they, that they give him? I can't think, y'all. But whenever they take the, um, help me out, y'all. Um, Opioid. Yeah, whenever you get cancer, everybody everybody take this treatment. I just can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, just thought of it anyway. Um, chemotherapy, chemo, chemo. Whenever they they put them on chemotherapy, it just I know it's simple, but I just could not think of it, everybody. But whenever they put them on chemotherapy, you almost can kiss kiss your life goodbye. Most of the time, you're gonna die. soon, like. This doctor was misdiagnosing black people, in. in it's not just Chicago, folks. This is is old. There's a lot of murdering right now going on. We only see what makes the news. So the reason why I'm telling Brother Castleberry, it may not be an evil spirit. It just could be somebody saying, hey, you going to take me out? No, I'm going to take you out first. Y'all are a threat to us. Like Francis, uh, Doctor Francis Wilson used to say, "Just our existence—the melanin—is the threat." I oftentimes wonder, uh, Brother King, when you can finish. Uh, why don't a lot of these white supremacists kill their own people? Because, after all, it's their people that's going to uh, date our boys. Our boys ain't raping them. They—they're seeking after black men, and they're—they're. Uh, they're, White men is seeking out the aisle. So it's not like our women and our men is going to force them to have sex, forcing them to have a baby, you know? So I promise right, you, brother, right. this is, this is, there, there is this threat, there is this fear, there is this panic. Y'all better pay attention. This is serious as a heart attack. I mean, as spiritual as I am, I believe in angels. I believe in the Holy Spirit, guiding us, all of this. But I am contemplating buying even more weapons than than what I have because it's everywhere. Y'all have got to just read up. It's everywhere. It's not just mass shootings. It's mass diagnosing. It's things they're doing in the school system. And it's not all whites. Not all whites. There are whites livid over this. They would literally kill. Yes, they will. They already done it. There's whites that would kill white supremacists. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. There are some white people that feel. Watch this. Let me show you how serious this is, brother. This is, then we're coming to Pastor Chris. I mean, Brother Kim, well, you can finish it then, Pastor Chris. Let me tell you how serious some white people are against this germ. They're literally dating outside of their race. That's miscegenation right there. That's miscegenation right there. Their mixing is going to cause their annihilation. They don't care. Why do we ignore them and say, all them racists? No, there's some whites that say, I don't care how the baby turns out. I just want somebody to love me. You can't ignore that. Can't ignore all whites is not trying to preserve white skin. That's they wouldn't they wouldn't date outside their race. And guess how many? Guess how many choose to do that? Millions. This is why I say to a lot of black brothers: This is we, got, we We're not very good fighters. We're not very good warriors. I'm Not saying white people are angels or something. But I'm saying they're just they're just like us. They're just vessels, conduits. They just told some and they believe it. We're just told we're acting out what we believe, they're acting out what they believe. See, a lot of blacks the way they look at whites, to me they're equally dangerous. Because they're saying, all oh, these white folks, all these white folks. and so when it goes we ever get into a race war, I think some black people just kill all whites, right? F it, I don't care. That's dangerous. You want to kill evil if you just gotta kill each other. If you just it's gotta be a way you, you you don't you don't hook up with some black folks that's evil. They'll turn around and kill you. If you just really wanna get into a flat out war you can't just say, well, let's just go and just get this, wipe them out because they white. That would be the most craziest thing because you're not going to wipe out evil like that. This is when your racism and your own heart blind you. I cannot be wrong. I'm, I, I, last thing I'll say, I am firing. Them way at this topic, at this subject at this demon, at this evil and I just can't be wrong that comedy you just heard you heard the audience That wasn't no planned audience that was just some people went to hear Christopher Titus. they clapped a lot of people own this white supremacy stuff as far as an all white race now do they practice white supremacy? You bet do they think they're superior to us? You bet in some ways, but we think it too. We say it all the time in various ways, Pastor Chris. Anything? Yes, sir. Now that you understand, we're talking about a white supremacist, a white guy, Joshua Burgess, killing and raping mm-hmm. his own
3: daughter. Comment. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just I'm I'm just saying this from a older man's perspective. Okay. Um, okay. I've always thought and it's, it's been proven to me that you can marry into that race, but you're still a Negro. And, and the fact, you know, the, you know, they, they don't, they don't, they don't think nothing about killing us. You know, that's like stepping on a rope, you know, they you know, but it doesn't mean, you know, it's not anything big. Um, you know, he really had to devalue his own girl to do, to do, to be able to do something like that. And maybe it was a racial thing. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But you know, you you still you still a Negro to them. I think Malcolm X said it. What do you call a black man with a PhD? What? Huh. What's the answer? The N word. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> because you know, regardless of how educated, how well dressed you are, what kind of car you drive, you still or what? Right, right. I can dig it. Yeah, I can dig I'm it. Saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with you. <laughs> yeah, you it, it, you know it, it you. Know, because you know, I, I'm wondering, you know, uh, if if she was if she was a Caucasian, would he have done that to her? If she was Caucasian, I don't know. Hmm. Right, right, right. And, so and you know, he made up, the... he...
1: huh? Okay. He would not have done that to her if she was a Caucasian, uh, because. Right. The... Listen, he had a photo of a a banana in front of the Obamas. He had a lot of racial things on his uh, Instagram, but that was one of them. It it just sounds like a white guy that meet a black girl. And when I talk about this a little deeper, I'll hit this a little harder, but a lot of our people, We just entertain white supremacy all the time. Do you know how many times I've heard of people that's dating white guys say and allow race? they say literally racist things themselves. So I don't know that this guy out of the clear blue just started saying racist things. I think they was in love or they thought they was in love. She was she was living with her, and she went to spend weekend with her dad. I don't. I, you got to see the pictures. You, you just can't act that out. That man loved her at some point. Well, what I'm trying to present in my book, uh, where I'm talking about how race, white supremacy is literally a religion. Again, it it actually has its own savior. It's 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 a religion. And I just believe that he started learning about how whites are becoming a minority, and he's thinking, I'm sitting up here a part of wiping out my own people by marrying this black girl. I just got to stop. But before I kill her, I'm a to rape her because we're sexual objects. You know, he probably, that's how he's probably his girlfriend. But maybe he really didn't love her, but... It doesn't really matter if he loved her or not. The bottom line was he found something stronger than his love for his black girl, his black girlfriend. If he ever loved that woman, the woman we were talking about, brothers and sisters, who you talking about? Brother said his girlfriend, Akeisha Pope. If Joshua ever loved Akeisha, and they had Zaria you should never be able to kill your daughter. But I'm trying to share tonight. That's demonic. How the, love, the, the love for, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, I think the demons get involved, but I don't, the reason I don't say it's demonic, I'm not quick. Y'all know I talk a lot about this demonic, that's demonic. Here's why I don't buy the whole demonic thing. See, we say it's demonic because he raped and killed. Listen, and yeah. I do think, the dog. They, they have Trump, it, It's definitely got something to do with it, but, but remember, he went down to the police station in his mind, his right mind. People that possessive demons, a lot of times they don't behave like that. The guy that did the shooting at the school, that to me was 100% demonic. It didn't make sense killed his shot his grandmother barricaded he shot innocent children A eh? what if you shoot innocent children old people babies ever rule that's demons stop don't even analyze it because it just don't make no sense they've done nothing this daughter thinking i brought i'm helping annihilate my own people i got to be the biggest effing traitor in the world after he woke up to his whiteness See the whiteness is more important than than the black relationship that little fling had. This is what Brother Seth is saying, and I just think that's how a lot of our white brothers and think. As long as they think it's based on the race, and, and don't beat them up too much, because if we was if the foot was on our if the shoe was on our feet, and in twenty years we're going to be annihilated, we'll be trying to think of how to get rid of some white people too. If there's black folk thinking about how to get rid of white people right now. What do you think we're going to be like if we're look, looking up and saying in 20 years there will be no more places on the planet? On the whole planet, we're going to be no, – that's not true. I'm sorry. We're going to become a minority. That They're going to become a minority in the U.S., okay? And then in about 100 years, they're saying this is extinct. So my point is these people are acting out of fear. I've, I've said enough, Uh Brother Castleberry and I and I think Sister Eliana just took yes, I think this is hold on everybody. Whew, this is this is not easy topic tonight. Okay, let's go. Uh, please excuse me, Brother Castleberry and, and, and Pastor Chris. We have Sister Eliana in the house. A lady is in the house. Uh Sister Eliana, area code two oh nine six eight three. Your numbers is your line is open. Go ahead and say hello to the people and welcome back.
2: Hello, hello, and yes, it's good to be back here on this late show. Uh, I am Eliana Batya from California, and I live in Merced, California, and I'm really happy to be on tonight. Um, I'm I'm catching the topic. Catching the topic. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 50,
1: Eliana, we've already kind of in the middle of it, so I want you to just hop in whenever you want to. Uh, uh, Kenwin was up next, I think, and – uh and then I think Pastor Chris had something, but I definitely want to hear from you on this one all righty all right but, but welcome welcome sister welcome uh go ahead uh, Brother Kingwin.
3: all right uh this situation as far as uh, uh uh raping and killing the, the your own seed uh it stems all the way back in slavery. There's stories of this very same act happening in slavery. Um, the slave master didn't want everybody to know that he's making children out there. So there's stories like that. Uh, it's found there. as um, I just don't buy it. Uh, he can simply disown his daughter. This sounds very much emotional rage uh like a demonic thing it took place um i just its just hard for me to buy it, that uh he betrayed his race so he to rape and kill his daughter i nah that's that's to me it's reaching this is the devil here that is it says it everywhere around this whole thing and i i want to say that he's most likely always had an unstable character about himself that uh this young lady uh had to ignore all the signs that he was uh, a little throwed off and uh she got with him anyway even though in his past history white supremacy and how he felt about this and that you know but uh uh, yeah the according to the pictures, it does seem like he loved his daughter uh, but when you mention he raped and cut his that's demonic to me uh, he can he can simply disown right? like he's a warrior for his race, he could have killed several people in retaliation to his mistake, but uh he chose no uh nah, that's demonic there's nowhere around that man to me in my opinion. Uh,
1: we heard that. That was that was that was good. That was good. Pastor Chris and then to C.L.
3: Okay, I just wanted to say that um, when you study history, um, when you are enslaved by a people, you never regain your full humanity. And what I That's one of the word. things that That's the, one favorite the words word everybody. What's that?
1: I was just saying, Pastor Chris, that's your favorite words. You always say, and and we do have a hand. It's up. air code 845-598. We'll come to you after Sister Eliana. Please be be patient. Uh, Go ahead, Pastor Chris. That was your favorite words.
3: You know, they devalue you, you know, because they can come up with any excuse to kill a sister or a brother, and nothing is said, nothing is done. So, you know, that's when when Elohim Brought uh, raised up Moses and brought the Hebrews the life out of Egypt because he realized, hey, you need to go over here and start your own thing. You've been enslaved to the Egyptians; they don't respect your, few huma- your full humanity, so you need to move on. You need to go out over here and start your own thing. Powerful. So
1: how Mm. No, go ahead, Pastor Chris, my bad, my bad, go I'm ahead.
3: Just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, that's, that's something we I think we tend to forget, that, we know, we were, what, three-fifths of a man or something like that? You know, we have never regained our full humanity, you know, since we've been here. So, you know, we might, you know, I think... That all of the stuff that we have suffered in the past that is in it, it is in the mind and the spirit of our oppressors, and i do and I do agree with you that uh, people are getting afraid because they're at a negative birth rate, in other words, there are more people dying than they are born, so their, their population is growing small, smaller, just like that comedian said, ten percent of the world's population. That means they got they got ninety percent out there that you know that are not Caucasian.
1: Well, let's do this, Sister Eliana. Please be patient. I just don't want this caller to hold too long. Uh, I want Pastor Chris to get all that out. But you mind me going to the caller? Would you like to jump in first?
2: No, go for it. I'm I'm okay.
1: All right, up to code eight four five. Thank you for your patience. Five nine eight. I'm doing something a little different with our callers. We'd like to know the city of from and how did you hear about this show?
6: Um, My name is Jason Reed. I'm from Georgia. I used to live in Brooklyn, but I reside in Atlanta, Georgia now. uh, Basically, I just was on Black Talk Radio and I happened to see your topic because I'm, let's put it like this, I'm a big, um, I'm obsessed with the whole white supremacy thing because, you know, ever since I was a child, I I asked myself, why did they pick color? Why not feet? Why not sheet? You know, like there's so many specifications in regards to white people hate us and as a child i said why did they pick color why wasn't height or size or anything and i started to do research because obviously the schools are not going to teach you that you know the two schools that teach you Martin luther king was a guy who had a dream you know all that good stuff that makes white people comfortable. so then i started listening to dr claude anderson dr Kress wilson you know all our elder scholars and i started to learn about it and especially now you know since i'm enlightened I'm watching TV and I noticed, like, wow, you barely see any shows where they show you two black loving family members, like a black man and a black woman in love. Like, black love is almost like taboo on TV now. Everything is almost like, it's like this gay agenda and interracial agenda being heavily pushed. Like every show, like one time I literally told my friend, try to watch a TV show right now where they're not going to show an interracial couple or gay relationship and like just normal people you know because majority of people in this country are heterosexual and they stick with their own race that's the vast majority but when you watch tv tv is not the true representation of what the population consists of i mean if you watch tv you would think majority of the people in this country are interracial and gay which is not true but you notice that there's this huge agenda being pushed and then i started to do some research And this is the same thing they did in Brazil in the 1940s and 50s. In Brazil, basically, if you guys don't know, Brazil, basically, the government felt like the country was getting too black. The country was becoming too Afro-Brazilian. So what they did is they created these little special welfare programs where they started to um, advertise for Europeans, hey, you could come to Brazil will give you housing, will give you food. And this is why you see a huge influx of Mexicans coming to this country right now, because people, nobody asks themselves these questions. Okay, all these Mexicans that are coming, there's probably a million Mexicans coming in this country a a month. Nobody's asked themselves where they're housing and where they're getting food. Our governments literally advertising to Latin America, letting them come over here to replace the blacks. Because what happened is the same thing in Brazil. Brazil in the 1940s and 50s had a huge black population. The numbers were staggering. It's like almost 30, 40%. The white population got scared. So they're like, we got to change this. We got to change the dynamics here. So what they did, like I said before, they started bringing a huge influx of Europeans to Brazil. And they said, if we keep this level going for the next 40, 50 years, the the black population will be the minority, which happens today. Like right now, if you look at Brazil's stats right now, Brazil, I think, is 10% Afro-Brazilian, 40%, 50% mulatto, and the rest is white. This is the same thing they do in America. That's why I think when they show black people as 13%, 14% in the population in this country, I think we're being – um. how can I say? Our numbers are are, are are not true actual numbers. I think our numbers are more like okay. 30% or more. Go ahead. I'm okay. sorry. Sorry I went to a rant there. Uh, No, no, that's good, Jason.
1: I appreciate you uh, sharing that. That's pretty different. So I'll let you kind of go on and on there. But, Eliana, since she hasn't uh, responded yet, I want her to respond on what happened before you or anything you're saying. Eliana, please.
2: Okay, yeah. So um, to be honest, Seth, I wasn't really – I hadn't seen this story, Um, but while you guys were talking, I was able to kind of look it up. Now, I'm looking at the photo of this gentleman, uh, not even a gentleman, the man. Uh, his eyes, they look crazed to me. Looks like he's deeply on drugs, but he looks tormented. I do believe it is a demonic thing. Nobody in their right mind can do something like that to their child that they um, brought into the world. That was to, miss, to, to rape her and to brutalize her the way he did. He wasn't even in his right mind. He was completely overtaken Um, just looking at the picture. She was no longer in his mind his daughter and whatever spirit was ruling him caused him to act out all of that that he did and to murder her brutally. That's just not normal behavior. That is severely demonic. That's possession. He, He was possessed and probably still is possessed. So relieving him of his his demonic, his demons at, th- through the death penalty, probably a really good thing for him.
1: Wow. Wow. Any comments to what you've heard Jason talk about?
3: about yeah, him? yeah. I, I got, oh, okay, go
1: ahead. No, no, no. Eliana, any, any, Susie, Aliyama, anything for, uh, on Jason's comment? If not, I'll go to uh, 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 Brother Ken.
2: Okay. Um, is Jason the person that just came on? Yes. Okay, yeah, about the thing about Brazil. Yeah, he's absolutely correct. Actually, they also started to do ethnic cleansing in Brazil. Uh, They also did it in the Dominican Republic uh, because of the uh, population being largely, you know, very much uh, African descent. Um, They started to uh, kill the people. You know, first they expelled them out of the country, and then even the president of Brazil is early – as late, I'm sorry, as 2019, you can look this up yourself. Everyone can search it. Um, they were killing. They, they, he licensed the people the, the, to go into the houses and to kill, wholesale to kill um, uh, people who were uh, black. But many uh, many were uh, put out of uh, Dominican Republic, uh, put, uh, to, to, but they really were killing them as well get rid of that black line that black seed which is part many of them have that root but for some reason it's it's a it's also the the, that demonic seed that is on the earth that does not want the original people to thrive that's what that whole new world order the third reich all of that is about taking away from the earth those that are the original inhabitants are the root people of the earth which have the melanin because this this you know goes into a lot of deeper things but the most high when he created the the men on the earth he created them to be protected from the sun because this was the sun was something he created in, in back when he restored the earth the sun and the moon they were to mark time but they were to give light and heat on the earth now in our in our spiritual bodies we don't need We don't need to have a covering of skin to protect us because the elements don't affect us. But on this special planet, this earth, when he restored it and he, you know, we need light and we need uh, heat and we need all of these things. And so our skin is what gave us the covering. And he also protected us from the rays of the sun by giving us the melanin the deep melanin for the regions of the earth that he put us on. So this is about taking dominion over the earth. This is about the demonic entities. You know, the book of Revelation says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth for Satan comes down having great wrath for he knows that he has a short time in his short time. He wants possession of the earth. There's a guaranteed promise of redemption, to the, the, the descendants, you know, of Adam, and that was a promise made to Adam after he fell from the garden. There was a promise made to Abraham. Uh, and so this is about taking back or taking over the, the rightful heirs and um, yes. taking the dominion away from mankind who, it was, who has been given the rightful dominion over the earth. This is what this is about okay. on a deeper level.
3: Right on. Right on. I can dig
2: it. Well, listen.
3: So, so, uh,
1: Brother A okay. uh, uh, really quick, Pastor, Pastor Chris, just bear with Brother King When I'm just trying to get everybody in before I let this caller go. Normally, you know, callers don't go that long, but he was so good, I didn't want to interrupt him. But, Pastor Chris, quickly, anything for Jason? Or uh, anything? Go,
3: go to you. I'm, I'm just suggesting, man, go to the caller. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on.
1: Okay. Jason,
3: uh in, in thirty
1: seconds, any final comments on what you've heard, uh r- response to anything you've heard from the uh from uh from our co host.
6: No, I love what she said. I mean I completely agree with her. I mean there's a war. I mean, obviously you see there's a war in a global scale between white and black. I mean that's what it stands at right now. It's just a black and white thing going on throughout the world. And whoever's Whoever's on the right side obviously is going to have an easier lifestyle, which, you know, you got so-called Asians and other groups of people who pass for white or are considered, um, you know, the the buffer class of the white group, and they have an easier lifestyle. But my point in saying all this is I just want to see more TV show black relationships because I think there's a thing right now in this country where it's, like I said, it's taboo to show a black man and a black woman, and that's why I love LeBron James so much. I think LeBron James is a beautiful example of black love. You know what I'm saying? this guy's been with his wife for over ten years and have beautiful black babies and I wanna see that more. And if for some reason, like I said, this seems like there's a taboo on r t v right now where everything just interracial or gay. And I just wanna leave it at well that. Let Well,
1: me let me little bit of a little you of a little you of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit and put you on hold uh, so we can move on little bit of a little bit of Thank you very much for your comment. of well hold on, bear with me let's get to bit of I little bit of a I'm a comment because I'm doing the moderating, but I'm also a commenter as well. Uh, uh, So that's just what happened when you have to moderate your own show. But uh, I want to say this to you. It's bigger than what you're saying. I believe African Americans is the target, like Eliano was kind of alluding to. I don't think it's just the black man that's a target. Africans do not go through what African-Americans go through. They're not after Africans. They're not after Indians, dark-skinned. They're not after other dark-skinned ethnic groups that come to this country. The war is on African-Americans, and that's the new name. The war is really for Israelites because of a calling upon our lives. They'll flood this country with Mexicans or whatever, anything they have to do, and it's not they. Let's get it straight. This is just Brother Seth talking, my opinion. I don't think it's they. I don't think it's the white man. I think it's Satan. And I think it's, it's that old fight in the heavenlies for the seed of Abraham. It's just some of the things the Father allowed to happen to us because of our rebellion, and now there's a coming out. Now, our, our senses have been served, so to speak, in this Egypt, so to speak, this place of captivity. And there's a coming out. And like one white racist said, we must stop the rise of a black Messiah. If you go and take it back to the Bible, the Pharaohs say we got to stop from becoming, and I'm trying to just make everything real short. I should probably should take my time. But the bottom line is, we are the problem. We are Israel. And there's a calling upon our life. It's bigger than just black and white. It's bigger than, it's just, that's just another ism Satan is using to divide this country and keep us fighting. But it's so much bigger. I want you to keep listening to this Five Stone Network because we get into it. We get into who we are and, 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 and why we're targeted and what's going to happen in the end. And what's happening, because anything happened happens in the natural realm, Jason, I'm sure you know this, it first started in the spiritual realm. It's not just about skin color. I used to think that. I got a big old note on my mirror that says, we're not attacked because we're black. We're attacked because we're Israelites. If you look at it like that, it'll make sense because how come these other ethnic groups are not suffering like we are? And that starts a whole nother conversation, which we can't get into right now because we've got white supremacy under the microscope. But I think it's bigger than these lies of white supremacy. I'll say it like this, and I'm, and I'm going to go, and, I'm gonna, and I'll be done. Think about this for a minute, Jason. and Everybody listen. Those you on the phone line. If you want to do like Jason, press 1. You can come on and ask the same question. We'll give you the liberty tonight to talk a little longer than we normally allow our callers. Those of you in the chat room, if you want to, if you have a question or comment, go ahead and enter that question in the chat room with question marks before and after, and we'll get to that question as soon as possible. But think of it like this, Jason, Sister Eliana, Pastor Chris, Brother Kenwin. If God, if you're God, if you're Yah or Yahweh or your who or you call the Father, and you want to break down the most powerful nation on the earth, your own firstborn. The nation you formed, your God, Israel, was a nation birthed by the Father. Told Abraham he was going to make his nation great. Sure, these nations are full of priests and prophets that can intercede at any time and change his heart. This is the most powerful nation. Make the Roman Empire look like children because they were so small, but yet they dominated spirituality. They, everybody knew about this God on the earth. I mean, this was Israel. They changed our whole planet, our forefathers. How are you going to break them down? How are you going to break them down? How are you going to break down that people with that much pride and ego? Please, somebody answer that. You have to have a life that is strong. You have to have something that's going to be, that have never before been said. How are you going to break down Saul, David, prophets that can see into the future, eagle eye prophets. How? Some strong. So the Bible says he, H-I-S-S, H is in Henry, I-S-S, he hiss to the nations of the north to come. Joel 2, the book of Joel chapter 2, talks about this people that he calls. And I believe Satan. Gave them this lie of white supremacy. They need to tell these lies as they can't rule. They got to go and knock off. They got to disfigure figures. They got to rewrite history. They got to burn down a book of all the books in Alexandria. They got to. They got to redefine life as we know it. They got to rewrite. And why not use skin color? It's this rare thing nobody ever talks about. These albinos. Nobody ever talks about them. Why not use them? How the father says. I'm going to provoke you to jealousy by those that are not a people. What is he saying? Those that are not a people. Are they not human? No, he's just saying they're not an ancient people. So that gives you a little bit of fear, I can't go into that no deeper for time's sake, but I think the Father has allowed the enemy to use these lies for these people to rule punishment to the whole earth because the whole earth turned their back. So he uses no-name people that come from various tribes, all mingled there in Europe, and I just think that's what he did. That's Brother Seth's angle. Sister Eliana, Pastor Chris, Brother Kingman may have a completely different way of looking at it, but that's up as far as why the skin color. All right? All right, brothers and sisters, uh, I want to take a little short little break, and then we want to come back. Uh, Pastor Chris, any comments? I don't think we hear from you in a while.
3: No, I don't have any right now.
1: Brother King, before we take, yeah, I just break. wanted to
3: say that Esau is the end of the world. That's all I want to say.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I,
1: I love you, brother. We're we going to deal with the Exo thing sooner or later, sooner or later. <laughs> uh, we already did. We already did on this show, and we had a brother. Uh, everybody kind of got their points in, but I really think you should have heard uh, uh, Brother uh, Elashua and uh, Brother uh, Yashur, uh, a.k.a. Brother Terry, in Cincinnati. They That was their thing, to just show but we all got our own angles on everybody had their contributions on that. We don't think Esau is necessarily exclusively the white a man Brit. because um. you no, know, not that he's not a threat. That's not what I'm saying. I just don't know that I can credit Esau with white men because his descendants mix heavily. He was white. Descendants were weren't because they mixed too heavy. Anyway, let's take a little sharp breath. You just you just keep bringing up. That's why I'm He keeps bringing this up, this Esau thing, and a lot of people do think that. Uh... Anyway, uh, Sister Eliana, you okay with a break, Pastor Chris? Y'all okay with a quick little break?
3: Yes, sir.
2: Oh yeah, no problem. All
3: right, all right. All right.
1: Again, uh, we this we just swinging, y'all swinging. This is a crazy, crazy case. And while we're not staying exclusively on uh, Jason, uh, excuse me, uh, Joshua Burgess and this murder, uh, we're uh, also talking about just the 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 the, the lie, the deception, the uh, the the power of these lies of white supremacy. I'm going to talk about the book just a little bit that I'm trying to write. I am writing uh, uh, again the myth, the myth of white supremacy. Our world, covert ruling religion. It is a religion, folks. Again, it actually has its own favor. We'll be right back. This is a song saying, "Guess who? Guess who?" By Morgan Heritage. We'll be right back, folks.
0: As child of Israel, as a child of Israel, the truth has now got to arise, that's why I dedicate my time, to the work of Rastafari in this time, so I and I can be free from this life, get who try to claim my origins? and say they are the children of the blessing of Esau to Jacob, the end of your sins our existence on earth, we've been fighting since that day of birth, but you know why he has caused it to be so, Esau did not value the birthright he had sold, so to Jacob the blessing had been given.
1: Folks, and We are back. We are back. Back down a little bit. And again, we are back, brothers and sisters. We thank you for your time tonight. Again, this is the Five on Network. We have on the line, uh, all the way from uh, Texas, uh, Brother Kenwin Casaberry and Pastor Alcee Chris. Also, Sister Eliana has joined us from uh, Merced, California. And we thank you all for getting for the for the noise in the back of my curator. Uh, I'll turn this off. didn't realize I was going to go live that fast. But listen, brothers and sisters, tonight we are not playing around, as you see. Uh, we're not hating. You, this is not a show where we're just uh, uh, crucifying uh, Joshua Burgess. You can hear the love. You you hear Pastor Chris and uh, you different people saying, our brother, you know, uh, you try best, folks, to see things the way the Most High sees it. Uh, you heard Cecilia Liana say and, and Brother Kenwin as well that this was a spirit. Now, if we thought the white man was just the devil, you don't need no evil spirit. It's just the devil. That's all he do. That's all he knows. That's not what we're saying. So make sure you pay attention to that, those of you that think or have ever thought that this network preaches hate. Because I know when y'all hear me talk about leprosy and all that, I get up get some get some, some, some concerns, I'm sure, when that happens. But like I say so often, I love every single one of you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Folks got to get past the hate and really see uh, people, uh, uh, intellect, and their mindset. We have to deal with where they're at. The Bible talks about husbands dealing with their wives according to knowledge. I think that can be expanded to just dealing with people according to knowledge can't just call people devil because they go and do something crazy. You know, a lot, and this is not the only time a white supremacist kill uh, a black girl, obviously, uh, or rape and kill. Um, I think, again, intellect has something to do with it. In other words, reasoning. You might not agree with the reasoning. Somebody say, oh, there ain't reasoning. Yes, it is reasoning. Again. We had better start talking about whites becoming a minority. We had better start making it very clear that our white brothers and sisters see that they're not threatened. They're still going to have their grandkids and grand, great-grandkids and all this. They're going to be around they just won't be white. White skin is in trouble. It's, that's a reality. So why would the father make it that way? Obviously, he didn't make it that way. The social construct made it that way and created this giant universal pride and whiteness. And now people have this allegiance to something that's a special social construct. Really and truly a better name, a more biblical name would be idolatry. That's what my book has been talking about. They have went out and created an, an idol and so have uh, we, we buy into it every time we say white man, white people, black people even. It is just as ludicrous to say white people as it is to say black people. We're just people. If you don't know what where you fall in in Genesis 10, then you just say Gentile and Jew. The only way we know who a Jew is today is because of the prophecies that it could to be upon Israel. So we can say Jew or Israelite. But everybody else, we just have to say Gentile, or like uh, uh, our, our good friend, uh, um, the elderly white lady that's going around the country talking about white supremacy. Um, well, like she say, I'm a faded African. We just have to call ourselves, you know, our, our white brothers and sisters, faded Africans. We probably should just start trans Africans. Those of us with no pigmentation. I don't know how what we're gonna call our so called white brothers and sisters. I don't even know if we should group them based upon them not having pigmentation. Uh, I don't know. That's something we can talk about, too. So, anyway, back to the phone line. Sister Eliana, your line is now open, and Pastor Chris, your line is now open. Brother Kenwin, your line is now open again, folks. These are our co-hosts tonight, and we're swinging away at this issue. Any comments before I ask a serious question to everybody? Um
3: yeah uh, i wanted to okay before you uh talk about the book brother I, I wanted to clarify my position that i i am in the understanding that esau is the white man but i have just a little conflict there i don't necessarily believe that all white people are Esau's children so uh there's a little conflict there in my my learning thus far and uh i so I just wanted to kinda of throw that out there to you.
1: Brother Ken Wynn, just so you know, brother, you in order for me to invite you on this show, you have to be what in my mind anyway, a well learned person and brother you can hold your own. Believe me, there are thousands of people that agree with you and have what they call scripture to back it up. But anyway, uh, Sister Eliana, any comment on anything you've heard tonight before I ask y'all some serious questions getting deeper into this white supremacy? I I cannot wait to share with y'all some things. We're going to wrap up tonight, by the way, y'all, in about 29 minutes, so we're not going to go long. But I do want to get some feedback off some things that I have come across and I just want to share with y'all. So any comments so far, anything else you've heard so
2: far? Well, I just want to say that you know we're dealing with a very complex problem and an issue here. It's really on more than one level uh, not to mention the Devonic thing. it's the fathering aspect the the daughter where where was the mother in the picture um, again, I'm really new to this story, even though it happened it happened in twenty nineteen been brought about recently, and this is a you know there's so much going on in our communities. At every moment, and all of the stories we don't get a chance to really uh, focus on, or they're not brought into our into the light of our region. So I'm really new on this story, but just going forward, you know, at, on any level, it's 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 there's a tragedy here that this man uh, didn't recognize and, and wasn't the father, and and I do, I do believe that, that he was under of a, a power and an influence that wasn't his, and it could have been brought on by his own, you know, lifestyle. Definitely looks like he's been doing drugs and that he's a part of that culture, uh, definitely, uh, possibly opened himself up to demonic spirits. So really, and then the daughter, you know, his daughter, what, what was she going through prior to these events? Had he been berating her, calling her names? On his fits of rages, you know, leading up to this violent, brutal. There's a wow. lot we don't
5: know.
1: Mm. Yeah, and a lot of people want to know, Pastor Chris. Before I don't want to be insensitive. I know you had a lot of obligation. Are you good till another 29 minutes, or talk to us, brother? I know you had everybody had obligation before he came here. This is sacrificing to be on this long. Pastor Chris, how's your time? Look really quickly. Well,
3: no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay.
1: Let me just say, this Sister Eliana, you just brought up a a key thing because that black woman is getting drugged through the carpet on the Internet. Social media have been having a field day with her for the last two years. And here's why. People are saying, how dare you not see who this man was? Were you that desperate? Is black women that desperate to be with white men? That y'all should check that out. Cause we're gonna talk about this tomorrow. Listen, this poor woman is getting it. And here's what I have to say to that. This brings me to the book, folks. It's a religion. I can prove it's a religion. The definition of a religion is the belief and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a god or gods. White supremacy is so serious to white people when they find out Jesus or Yeshua, many walk away. They don't want it no more. Black people have had this image on their houses, walls, kitchens on their neck forever and knew he was white, didn't have no problem with it. Now we're finding out he's black. He's He was a Rastafari-looking kind of dude, and we're still hanging with him. We've proven it don't matter. So my question is, if you don't want a black Jesus or a black Yeshua, what was you worshiping? What was you worshiping? He was worshiping yourself. This is why I say it's, it's its own religion. If you can't accept the Israelites being dark and you just don't want to talk about it no more. I had a lady at work. She was she was, she was getting along just fine as Christians, talking about the Father and everything, the Bible. When I started talking about this Israelite thing, she just she's changed like day and night. Why? A lot of, and I'm not just talking about white people. Farrakhan said this. It's going to sound a little out there, but you got to think about it. He <laughs> said a lot of blacks, you going to have trouble with heaven if they really thought a nigger was running it. That's how they look at it, a nigger. That's not how he's not called the Messiah and the Father nigger. A lot of our, our people is just done with us, thinking they're going to die. When they die, they have second thoughts. I promise you, white supremacy is a religion. And I just want to, to say one more thing, and then I want y'all's feedback on what I'm saying right now. And please, hold no punches with your brothers. Share with me, because we, we, we've been listening to y'all. We'll be listening to by thousands. I guarantee you, where these shows are going, by by this time, five years, we'll have a thousand people that have heard this dialogue. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. And y'all tell me what your feedback is. We're trying to analyze this, this murderer and this mindset ever since we've been brought to this country we have been re- we have they have taken the whole world everything about the world everything how can we say we black people i don't believe we black people i don't believe it i think we're white people in black skin I think we get along with white people better than Africans or anybody else because we, we're taught by them. We sit in the same class right next to the little white kid, borrowing his eraser, he borrowing our pencil. We look at the same racist ass, same racist. When we was coming up, I'm 60, 61. I came home and all of my entertainment was white, except when the Jacksons came home. Pastor Chris, I know he went through the same thing. I can name every cartoon. Everything was was white, not maybe not the cartoons, but I mean, you're talking about Big Valley, Rawhide. We just looked white, the princess, white the princess, and then we went into a world where all of the magazines was white. You were just having a wonderful time. Every once in a while, you see ebony and jet, and it's different now, of course, but still, look real close. We are a product of these people. The only ones of us that are an exception. It's people like this on this line right now that are seeking and learning and learning and relearning and traveling and learning like Pastor Chris, you know, he wrote the book about Africa. Okay, he's coming alive. But I can't say that we're totally out of the woods, but I think we're better off than a lot of our brothers and sisters. Do y'all understand what I mean when I say we really are white people, mentally speaking? So what I'm trying to say is isn't it any wonder half of the country put a racist in office? I'm trying to show you how you can brood, a, 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 a raise a killer, an 18-year-old mass shooter, how you can raise and produce doctors that's doing all this stuff to us because this really is their country. We're just their property still. Now, those of right. who are born again are claiming the Father and all that, and, and if we walk in the Spirit, we really don't belong to them. I will claim that forever, if you really walk in the Spirit. But if you're just walking around, just, just willy-nilly, just don't really get into deep, don't really study the Bible, don't really study history, you're their property. Well, I'm a doctor. I, I beg to differ. Okay, you're just a rich, but you're still property of theirs. Now watch this, when we go over to Africa, we have trouble with what we're looking at. That's why we don't go over to Africa. That's why we never think of bank vacation in Africa. We always want to go where white, we, we think just like white people. Please comment, anybody.
3: Yeah, I think the word you're looking for is assimilation. Uh, we have assimilated into their culture, and uh, we kind of starting to think like this with the school system and their train of thought and even in religion. Well, we don't wanna separate with them even in that aspect either. Uh we uh some of us are fully assimilated. Some of us are just fighting it at its core. And we call them ghetto people. That's always in trouble breaking the law. Well let me ask they you they fight assimilation.
1: I'm a quick, I'm a quick Go in ahead, and bro. out. I'm moderating, but I'm trying to just quick in and out because I definitely want to hear from y'all. Assimilate means you're 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 breaking into it. So you come from another mold, and you you're, you're breaking into this new mold. We never had another merge. Mode. We never we never we never was on another road to merge to the new road. I'm saying from get we've been theirs. Uh-huh. Well, that's me. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, y'all. That's why I'm I'm bouncing this off you because I am writing this. I I think African Americans are property of white people today, and the only ones that are not is those that have studied, like the people on this line right now. You guys studying, learning, breaking away in your mind. I don't think we're any different from. Uh, I don't think the average black person. I'm talking about thriving doctors, lawyers, just look at how they talk. Look at who they support. Look at how they feel about the motherland. Look at how they feel about their features. Look at the comments they make about their own the features. So uh, this guy is an extreme, of course, but I'm talking about his wife now. I'm not saying because you pick a white guy, I definitely believe in interracial relationship because I don't believe in race based on color. Anyway, I've talked enough. Sister Eliana, Brother Pastor Chris. Feedback, please.
3: All right. Don't
1: both jump at the same time.
3: Yeah, Chris, I was Coast. about to start this.
1: <laughs> Pastor Chris, I mean, really, y'all, let's. Be honest with me, because I could be dead wrong I'd be dead wrong <laughs> right, but I tell you one thing before y'all comment, Sister uh Francis Creswell thing. this is all she talk about now uh uh, uh uh the the hairs uh black psychology this is all they talk about it's called black self hate it it, it 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 and it's really no but, different Well, why do you think of it? but but pastor chris please.
3: Yes, sir. Well, you know this this white supremacist' his story that they teach us is one of the things that's geared to make us think less of ourselves because we have to we generally accept what they tell us without studying our own history for ourselves by people who who had, didn't have that racial bias in 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 saying and and and. Admire, you know, just saying what we did in history truthfully. You know, you know, it's it's all, you know, all of us geared to make us think less of ourselves. And then if you think less of yourself, so like a brother or sister gets killed, well, you know, it's one of them. It's one of us, you know. We, we are lesser than. So they've been doing all of these years. They can do it now. I think uh, we just really have to throw off the vestiges of even uh, Western Christianity because, you know, it was formulated to be an oppressive religion. They took a liberating religion and made it oppressive. And so hmm. we have to start start reinterpreting Christianity from our own perspective. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah. 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 Man, we I like how you put that, brother we we have to see divinity within ourselves. You know, we know even right even when God created humankind, where was he? He was on the East Coast of Africa. So what did those people have to look like? Right on. And then they said, okay, if God created man and woman in his own image, then what did God look like? That, that's where I came right from, what did he look like? And so even in Genesis, they said uh, uh, "Then there was darkness on the face of the deep, and the Lord said, let there be light. But before he said, let there be light, where was God existing?
1: Let me ask you, Chris, you're you're a pastor, right? And again, y'all, moderator, I'm going to try to be less than 30 seconds here. Moderator, commentator, don't you think it's strange? Oh, my God, y'all just don't know. This right here pulls on me. Don't you think it's strange? When you go up to a black person, especially an elderly black person, I'm going to say over 50, or any pastor, Mm -hmm. with the exception Mm -hmm. of people like you, of course, Mm -hmm. and you say any of what you just said, if you say anything of what you just said, especially if they're Christian, they say to Mm -hmm. you, why do you have to talk about black and white? Why is it black and
3: white? Well, it strange? Is, well, because you know that we they've been taught by their former slave master. They have been, you know, the same the same things we were talking about. Their history, their God, their religion. Um, they their their lies about we did this, we did that. You know, you know, I think you know if you really look at it. That's a, to me that's a sign of inferiority I don't have any history so I'm going to have to steal yours then all of a sudden Yeshua the Christ becomes white when he was originally black in Europe and were all other places you know all of these things right. so you don't see the divinity of yourself you see the divinity you know Francis Cresswell talked about this you see the divinity in your former slave master and his children right. his family so that's 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 one of the worst things they did to us is is uh, re, you know to help us not see our own spiritual divinity, our special place with 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 the God of the universe. So they 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 just took our our spot in, and projected themselves as the chosen people. right Eliana? And, and, and... Yes. and
1: oh, oh, okay. oh, oh, hold on. Go ahead, Pastor Chris, my bad.
3: I thought you was done. No, I'm
1: finished, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Sister Eliana?
2: Yeah, no, I was, I'm, I'm agreeing with Pastor Chris. You know, so here it is. The last thing that he said I love so well because it's true. You know, the, the real... The, I'm going to just be honest. The only power that they really have is the one that it's in between our two. We believe they are powerful. And they know that because this is, they use fear. They engendered a lot of fear. They brought a lot of torment and they puffed themselves up and we carried it. All they have to do is show us. It it comes from the Willie Lynch theory, how we see ourselves, how we intrude each other, how we exceed them. That was a formula that they created to perpetuate in a day like 2022 that they're still so great, so important. We spend way too much time on the topic of them and not enough time on the topic of us. You know, three-fourths of the world's population has melanin to many degrees. And they have made themselves a God that only we perpetuate amongst ourselves. That was the imagery that they put forth. And even today, when they, many instances, don't even believe in this, this, this deity that they've puffed up, we still carry it with passion. But it's a new God. It's not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's a new God. Preach. And the most high said that would happen, you will discontinue from your heritage. You'll even worship and serve new gods that your fathers didn't even know so we yeah. spend too much time uh, thinking that you know they are this great people and we put too much emphasis on them uh, on and then try to compare ourselves and really rake ourselves over the coals, trying to understand them trying to think like them be them uh, get along with them uh, relate to them you know that that's going away they are fading in their power, their fading, in their statute, the witchcraft, the spell has been broken. When I used to do my blog talk uh, program, I talked about that. You know, they had the world under a lot of witchcraft, but that's broken now. It's not working anymore. And so we have to stop looking to that old, you know, that old republic image, that old plantation image of them in their seat of power, And recognize that we are rising in power, that the Most High is increasing us. And we don't need to do anything like them. The scripture says, hate not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. Uh, And we love imitating them and trying to be like them. And it's really a moot point. This is a people that's already been foretold. They will not be in the new world. They will not be, at the end of this age, they will no no longer have a preeminence or authority or a rule or even an importance. So we don't need to, and we're coming close to those days, we don't need to worry about what they're doing. We don't need to put too much energy into what they're doing because they are lost, they are deprived, they are, in many cases, I, 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 have a deeper insight than some of this the character of these people they're very fearful they uh faithless um you know they're not all that they're cracked up to be even the paint is beginning to crack the plaster is beginning to crack and we have let me to ask know you a question Let me
1: ask you something, Sister. I know we've missed you on a a few of the previous shows, and I would have loved for you to have said what you just said uh, about that, what you just said. I I would love for you to say that, have said that on the previous shows. Let me ask you a question. Now, a lot of us don't hang out with Israelites like every day, all we around is Israelites. We are around the people we're talking about, Okay. I want to ask you a question. I want Pastor Chris and, and, and brother uh, as we're winding down the show. Um, people listen to this show. Whites, I know for a fact, I just read the first three shows you probably missed, but I talked about it how we're heard now in over, I don't know, 40 countries. And it literally shows how many listen every day. Sometimes it's only one or two, but Croatia. Russia, China, Indonesia, I mean, they listen. If you have the ears to Eliana of white America, keep in mind Israel is supposed to reach the world with the gospel, talking about this God. But if they're fearing that there's going to be a knowledge, in a lot of these young people especially, and older people too, is buying into the lie. We need to do something to these people that are annihilating us, Eliana, That's what they're talking about on Discord, on these on these channels. It's big. It's huge. They are talking about killing us. Some ain't not gonna get a machine gun because they don't want to go to jail. They don't need locked up. The most killings is not gonna be reported because they don't want to be caught. What would you say to them? Do you feel like you should say anything to
2: them? Well, are they going to listen? That's the case. Their their demise has been foretold by a mighty God. We can't, their paranoia and their fear. You know, there's also a time the scripture says that Israel is going to take up arms as well. We're coming close to that time as well. So, what we have to understand is they've been talking like this for a long time. They've, they've known a long time that they had a short run. Now, that just reminds me of the scripture I just mentioned in Revelation. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Satan comes down having great wrath. Who, who else on this planet do we know that keeps a perpetual wrath in their hearts And makes up stories and pumps themselves up for a reason to kill Israel. But is it not the children of Satan? He says Satan comes down having great wrath because what? He knows he has a short time. Isn't that what we're talking about? They have a short time. And they're at the end, and they know it. They know it. But what they are not putting into the equation is the Most High, which is our refuge and our strength. But he also said that Israel is going to take up arms, and Michael, I believe it's Michael, the archangel, is going to fight for us. He's going to fight for us, and he's going to go out in front. So the time for that kind of war is going to happen. But we, as the children of the Most High, we need to be about our father's business. In the in the sense that we need to make sure we are obe- obeying his commandments and doing his will. He has always fought our battles. The problem that we really have is that we're no longer trusting, even in our diaspora and our captivity these last four or five hundred years, we no longer believe in him. We are trying to tackle this through political correctness, through passing laws, marching. We're not calling on the name of the Most High God. We're not asking for well, his help. Me, we're not asking for his his uh intervention.
1: Let me ask and you a question because I, I know let me let me make that more pointed and then you can finish up and and after we answer your question we'll wrap up everybody. So and those of you that, that are listening to this show, uh, again, uh, if you listen to the show and you click on the link, please call the number. We're going to roll over just a little bit. We're wrapping up this show, but we're going to roll over just a little bit. So if you clicked on the link and you listen to the show, you did not call the phone number, you must call the phone number now to, to continue listening, or you got to wait till we're finished and done, and then you have to listen to the show after it's recorded, okay? But, uh, uh, Sister Ellen, I really, really appreciate what you're saying. And I appreciate it so much. Like I said, I wish you was on. And I get accused of some of what you're saying. But, for instance, this book. This book, some might say, why writing no book for white people? The book is not for white people. The book is to say, Israelites, you idolatry. Talk about white supremacy. I don't know about anybody else. I'm talking about stuff we're doing every day. That is idolatry. And you know, you know, especially if anybody knows, that Israel has been called to a pure form of worship. I think we need to break loose from the mindset of white supremacy in every way. I just can't see us going into the kingdom with this mindset. So, What I said to you is I know for a fact you work there in Mercy in the government. You work at the polls. You're coming in contact with a lot of white people. And guess what? Some of them are spiritual Jews. They really want to do the right thing. Come to you, and you perceive in them this poison. All I'm asking is, what do you say to them?
2: Because what I say to them might not be right. Go ahead. Well, it all depends. It's a case by case and person type by person basis. There are, like you say, there are some who will really open up, and they will and they will hear. And there are others that they're already corrupted to the core. They're hardened, and they're completely convinced that their way is right, although they perceive that maybe they're wrong, but they are not strong enough to break away from the herd mentality. They're bound Mm. to within their own culture and stand alone, and that's hard. One of the things I'm trying to do out here is to create community where anyone who feels that they, you know, wants to be more connected, want to keep the commandments, you know, they can feel safe and they can have a safe place without feeling like they're being attacked. I'm I'm getting it on all ends. I mean, I was just in a meeting tonight. That's what took so long. Uh, There is a group planning the Juneteenth here. I'm not even going to go through the whole story. I'm just going to say they didn't know me, but they saw that I was doing something, and a lot of conversation was going flying. Sparks were flying, and organizations here like the NAACP, uh, the Black Parallel School Board, the Juneteenth Committee, the um, Association of, Pro- of Positive Brothers. I mean, all of these organizations, people have come together um, that that all grew up here in this area of Merced and, and they want to do something. And here's this, who is this, who is this woman coming? In? And they're talking to me like I'm not even part, you know, of the black community. Like I know nothing about the struggle. And I'm probably the visually darkest complexion among all of them, but they're trying to give me an education about my community. And at the other end of the spectrum, I have all of these whites and Hispanics and Hmong embracing the work I'm doing. And also equally in the community, they uh, our, the people, our community, they like what I'm doing, but they want to somehow be the head of all that comes out of what the black community is expressing. And I just don't fit. I'm just an odd bird because I I carry a tremendous anointing. That's the first thing that they don't know about me or understand what makes me stand out. I can speak to them, and I have a problem. I can speak to the Hispanic community. I can speak to the Hmong community. I can speak to the white community because it's not I that speak. You know, that scripture is really true. I do belong to an ethnicity. I do belong to a population of people. But when I received the Ruach and the, the Mashiach, I'm no more my own. I was crucified. That person who was born, that single African-American Hebrew Israelite child was crucified. And nevertheless, I live, but it is not I that lives; It is the Mashiach that lives in me. He has a desire to reach all men. So when people talk to me, especially on the one-on-one, it is that Messiah that lives in me that's able to reach their soul and an understanding and an exchange takes place. And that's how I speak to them. When I have the opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation, because it's not I that is speaking, it's not my own human intellect or wisdom, I take a seat back. I might even be feeling some kind of way, but I recognize the need of their soul. I hear that cry, and then I allow the Ruach to take control, and the words that I speak to them become spirit and life. For them. And my name is flying around this community in every community. In every community. People are walking up to me saying, You're Alana. They're watching my Facebook live and I was i went to an event with the mayor and all kind of dignitaries and all you know, they were dedicating the boys and girls club and somebody walked up to me and said, Oh my God, I watch you. It's good to see you in the flesh. And I was like, wow, I don't even know this person. But I'm always cordial. I'm kind because I I know I'm representing the kingdom. Most of all, I'm an ambassador. I represent a kingdom that is not of this earth. I represent a, a worldview and a perspective that most of these people don't understand. They're caught up in either their skin color, their group, their nationality, their language, or their political party. And they are so much more than that and they don't understand, and they have their conversations in their home and their worldview and their biases and their prejudice and their implicit bias. But when it's time for their souls to hear, and the Most High has me there, then I'm there to speak on his behalf, like I did at the city hall meeting in our city a few days ago. Yes, Somebody yes. got a line there, yeah, I was, was going to say, but go, go. I was able to speak and bring order back to city council. So that's that's hmm. our role. And then, you know, and then people come to me like Nicodemus came to the Mashiach by night. People come to me on a one, and then they reveal their true need for the most time. And that is how I speak to them.
3: Well, that that,
1: that is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I wish we wasn't at the end of the show because I didn't want to cut you off because that, that is good. And I, that's kind of what I was getting around to because I am in front of a lot of white people, and I would love to talk to African-Americans, or uh, Israelites, all the time. But this is why you were saying, I, I, I just said a family, and then we come to Pastor Chris. Closing remarks, get them ready, uh, uh, Pastor Chris, and uh Brother Kenwin, closing remarks, you show in seconds here. But I was at a family reunion. There was a mixed couple. They're probably listening right now. And I told them, they said, what What do you What do you do on the blog show? I said, well, I'll talk about things that a lot of times you can't hear at our churches or education institutions. We kind of like to talk about things that people really have, things that's going to affect their life, affect their relationship with the Father. But you can't ask them in church. Can't ask to call. You're not going to hear kinds of the stuff we talk about. You know, you're not going to hear some of the stuff we talked about nowhere. And so he, this white yes. guy who's married to one of my black cousins, this white gentleman married to my black cousin, say, "What's the most controversial thing you talk about?" <laughs> I laughed. I said, <laughs> "I don't know if you want to ask that." And I didn't, I punked out. I did not talk. The most controversial thing we talked about, I think, is leprosy. But I didn't say that because I didn't know how, I would have to do a whole lot of explaining, was going to get offended, and was going to mess with the whole private reunion. So I just said, well, we talk a lot about racism and like, uh, you know, uh, there's this big fear right now among whites, you know. I kind of hit what we talked about tonight a little bit. So my point is this. That's how I roll. I get people like that all the time. They don't want they don't want you to pull no punches. They want you to tell them the truth. So I think the father is using all of us to help resurrect some of them. Do we exclusively go out to white folks? That's not what I'm saying. Do we cater them? that's not what I'm saying. But when we open our mouths, Cecilia just said it, we're not our own. And if the father wanna use the spiritual Jew to help resurrect natural Jew, what who am I? And so I don't know. I just think, just where I'm at, and that's really what this book is all about. That I'm talking about on Sunday nights. It's trying to get white supremacy out of the country, out of the out of the earth, definitely out of Israel. But Pastor Chris, go ahead, your final, and then Brother Kenwin, and we'll wrap it up the show, and then we'll let us see on have the last last words.
3: All right. I just first of all, I just want to thank thank you, brother, for inviting me back on. I appreciate that. And uh, all I want to say, I think that uh, you covered a lot of pertinent topics tonight and hope, I just hope that the people are picking up on what you're saying, on what we're all saying about, you know, the New World Order, what's in Revelations, and what's going on today. So I just want to thank you. I think it was a good show, and I appreciate you, and I'm going to sign off.
1: All right, Pastor Chris. Well, thank you again for for being on tonight. And go ahead, Sister uh Brother Kenwin, your final, please.
3: All right, I want to just say we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You know, uh, there's, there's definitely demons and things like that out there, man. Evil spirits. They've been casting them out of people going back two thousand plus years, man. Uh, they're still they still there. They still can get into people. And uh, uh thank you yourself, for having me on the show. Uh it's good to meet you, Mrs. El- Eliana, uh Pastor Chris. Yeah. Uh,
1: you got a name right, yeah, huh? it, i screw a
3: name up, but you got it good. You, it was good. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Well it's good to uh, tune in and uh, I like the show, man. Uh and uh all right. y'all have a good one. Shalom shalom.
1: Well, Shalom, Shalom, if y'all can hang on, I got a final little song here. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Sister Eliana, final words.
2: Yes, it was it really was a pleasure to be on tonight and I think it was the right night for me and very appropriate. So thank you, Seth, for re uh animating this platform. And uh I've seen the growth and the maturity and I'm I'm welcome to, I mean I'm very glad to be here. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you. You don't know how glad we are to hear you, sister. You did very well tonight, and I and I could really take some notes from some things you said here. I love how, how your first comments was talking about focusing on Israel and us and not so much. That was pretty good. I, I listen to these shows again twice anyway, so I'm definitely listening for that again. All right, so thank you again, Sister Eliana. All right, folks, there you have Sister Eliana body all the way in Mercy, California, but Kenwood Casper, Tyler, Texas, and Brother Pastor Chris in the wonderful state of Texas uh, uh, as well in Fort Worth. My location, I ain't going to tell you. (laughs) But anyway, um, folks, we really do love everybody. There ain't nothing you can do about it. We're trying our best to walk in love. Sometimes it sounds like tough love, but folks, bottom line is, we're trying to be about that kingdom. We really, really are trying to be about that kingdom. All right? Going out with a little bit of um well, actually, I had said I was gonna do that, but I'm feeling a little different on that. Um Just had my song in, in, in uh okay, here we go. This is to uh those of you that's listening, you don't know the father. Check out this song. If you really listen to it, this song what could actually save your spiritual life because it's biblically based. Check this out. Good night again, and love is the morning on you, nothing to do about it.
7: The other day, a young man came up to me and said, Reverend, I really don't want to sound like an eternal pessimist, but I really feel like I'm at the dead end of the road right now. Everything I undertake to do comes a failure. I try to treat everybody right, at I do all that I can to live right, but it seems like I just have a hard time even making ends meet. And I said to the young man, I said, you sound like a good man. But I wanted to know from him, had he really given his problems, his concerns, had he really turned it over to Jesus? I wondered, have he... Really had some sincere prayer, and so what I said to him was, "You long for sweet peace and for faith to increase." And I know you've been sincere.
5: You've earnestly and fervently supported me.
7: But I wanted the young man to know that you just cannot have grace.
5: But you can, Lord, cannot have
7: grace. Or be perfectly blessed. None of that can happen until
5: all. Everything. Right there on the altar. It's
7: got to be there. Come on and help me say, why is y'all?